talk. I'm feeling fine. Sitting here with just one on my mind. Take a break. So why do you say? It's made like two banditos. Get away. Take it slow. Now come on, let's go. We go down together with your lips all right. And those speakers pumping out Roger Pike. Have a cup of me, come to cross that line. Go get lost beneath that moonshine. There's no need to fight. It'll be alright if we get a little crazy tonight. Drank it down, cause this old world's full of stupid. Anyhow, you stay away. It'll sure be nice. Wearing nothing but your name on a green of rest. Another song about Mexico. We go down heaven with lips on those. Speakers pumping out, Roger Clark. Have a cup of me, cause still cross that line. Go get lost beneath that moonshine. There's no need to fight. You'll be alright if we get a little crazy tonight. Afternoon, everybody. Coming to you from 1,100 feet above sea level at the desert floor with temperatures soaring far over 100 degrees. We are coming to you live from Tempe, Arizona. We are inside Studio CRE with Country Road Entertainment. My name is Eddie Smith, and welcome to the show. Now, I'm just going to cut right to it. We have a uh, great uh, radio and online personality uh, with us today, uh, Miss Britt Bailey. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Long time no see. I know, right? I'm trying to be very Arizonan for you with my background today. So, oh, I like it. Those nice hot temperatures that y'all got down there. Yeah, you know what is it today? It's 103. Oh, yeah, well, we've been well over 110, and, and you, you know, last time we talked, uh, you, you were trying to find a way to get down here to live. I was. I absolutely love Arizona. The dry heat being from the Midwest, it's so humid. So I, I try anything I can to get down where it's dry heat. I know that that's so cliche, but it, it's a thing. Like my hair normally doesn't look like this. It's normally out to here. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I, I get it. Um, I, I came out here with my family. I believe it was in 92 and graduated early, went back to where I'm from, which was West Jersey. Mm -hmm. And not many people have seen me with that out a hat on. You have mm -hmm. uh, just once. Just once, <laughs> but uh, was during a well, it was a check the other day. But back there, my hair was like we called it an Ed Fro. <laughs> if I took off a hat, yep. So that that's why I've always always worn snapbacks or cowboy hats. Um, but out here, it's not as bad, and you know, humidity wise, even even with the monsoons, it doesn't get that bad for me. You know, yeah, so. yeah. I always figure check on your curly haired friends during the heat and the humidity because we're not doing okay. So, <laughs> no, no, I mean, my poor wife, when monsoons hit, oh, 
I, I just feel so bad for her. I really do. Yeah. It just her hair just and she usually keeps it like shoulder length, which and then what you'll see is it'll gradually go up. Right? It's amazing how much shorter your hair gets when the right. when the curl and the humidity kind of kicks in. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's been, you know, it's been what a year, year and a half since we've been on the air with you. And um, I'll put it down in the uh, description of the video later, folks, for those of you ca uh, catching. Um, Britt Bailey did a, a show with us on our YouTube channel, Country Road Entertainment, in which this one, of course, is um, airing on Inside Studio CRE. Oh, and we're officially a show on Facebook, Britt. I forgot to tell you that. Nice. We awesome. are a thing. I, it's all confirmed with Facebook. So you can look us up on Facebook Watch under Shows. And Inside Studio CRE from Country Road Entertainment is down there. And I'm like super excited. Nice. That's fantastic, man. You, you think that the YouTube world would be more responsive to the to the streams. But man, Facebook, yeah. they, they like the post edit ones that we do. But these live streams, Facebook is just eating it up. Yeah, I'm OK with that. You know, we've been doing a lot of lives, too, you know, yeah. comparatively to where I am now comparatively to where I was then. I wasn't doing near as many live streams back then. Well, and I, I told you to keep at it. But remember, I told you, you know, the, the video length is key. And um, I think the algorithm now is like anywhere between now and 90 minutes. But my sweet spot's like right around 60 minutes. Yeah. That's what yeah. I So um, as always, you always had a lot of, you know, great information and um, little teasers and such. <laughs> um, what is new in Brit's world? What, what is going on out there that uh, folks need to be you know aware of what's coming on in the industry right now? Well, you know what? It's been so crazy since everything kind of locked down. It's been it's been really crazy. So I since I talked to you last, I ended up getting a job at a radio station in Iowa. And it's been awesome doing the morning show there and middays. And, and we do a little bit with, uh, I mean, kind of when you have a radio station, you get to have people come in to promote their music, which was awesome. But during the quarantine, well, Nobody can come in. So we've been doing a lot of these Facebook Lives with music artists. And I think that that's kind of where the, the switch has kind of gone in the last couple months into these, you know, Facebook Lives. And there's so many great artists that are doing their own Facebook Lives. Like they're, they're doing house party takeovers. They're doing all of that stuff to really get their music in on a one-on-one. -on -one. And how cool is it that as an artist, you actually get to talk to your fans uh, as a one-on-one. -on -one. Now, granted, there's a lot of artists out there that there's no way they can respond to everybody's comments, <laughs> but a lot of them are, are doing really good. And, and it's a learning curve for everyone to figure out how does this work, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to do a virtual tip jar, to be able to basically be an IT guy. Now, you know, you and I don't have much of a problem with getting these things no. set up. I mean, you were an IT guy and, and still are an IT guy. And so, you know, years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not hard for us to kind of get into this stuff. But for the music artists that they're they're the most comfortable in a setting at a concert. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not most comfortable figuring out what plugin goes where into their live stream. <laughs> so I've seen where I, I felt bad. I felt like, uh, does anybody have their phone number? I'll call over and I'll walk them through this. And then there was one where they were, they were doing okay. They were kind of getting it together. And then whoop, the next thing I know, there's 40,000 people in chat. I'm like, Oh wow. Man. And people are like, you're not acknowledging me. I'm like, guys, give them a break. They're just, they're chatting with you and they're playing. They can't yeah. read the comments. Exactly. And a lot of the places when they're doing the Facebook live, if you've ever gone Facebook live, you can see it's so small type. 
If you're playing a guitar, I can't even hardly chew gum and walk at the same time. (laughs) Some of these fellas are doing them from, they're using rigs that connect uh, between their mic and their guitar. And they're going Mm -hmm. into sometimes even a phone or a tablet and they can't from four or five, six feet away. They can't see it. You know, what I, what I have seen is, you know, you might find, you know, one of their wives or one of the other fellows in the band or anything is just off camera with comments and pushing them. Well, and I've seen some of the wives that they're like, I have my whiteboard ready, you know, and so they're writing down questions as they come through. And I watched Cody Jinks the other day and he did it so good. Like he grabbed questions from his previous live stream to be able to ask on that live stream. And it was great because people got their questions answered and, you know, he could kind of filter through and see what other questions, maybe there was a song that was requested that he was like, yeah, dude, I want to play that next time. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, and some well, of these, some have you of seen th- it with the whiteboards where they're trying to write the tips on there? Cause they don't know how to put it in the description. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, they're trying really hard, but again, these are musicians. They're not tech people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just happy when they hook up a mic to it because I have, I saw a few where they didn't have a mic. Yeah. You couldn't, I couldn't hear what they were playing and I just felt so bad. Yeah. You know, and all these guys are going, uh, all, you know, we can't work. We just want to play for you. Maybe make a couple bucks and tips if possible. You know, right? They're all in a panic. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, you know, it's so cool that they're willing to try something new. And I know Brad Paisley was talking about, you know, so many of the up and coming artists are so good on all of their different aspects of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that he goes, we didn't even have to think about that type of stuff when they were first coming up. So it's really cool you know, how well-versed they are. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I actually, I know we discussed some talking points and I want to change. Oh no, it is in my list. Okay. Okay. So by the way, folks, if you're just joining, this is um, online in radio personality, Britt Bailey um, coming to us from Iowa. <laughs> and uh, if you're new here, make sure you hit that uh, that follow button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That way you get an alert every time we do another show. And these shows are a lot of fun. Uh, big shout out to our sponsor, 94.1 KRDE, The Ride. Uh, they're out of Globe, Arizona. Those guys are killer. Uh, they play a lot of local music. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's maybe from Arizona, but they give a lot of attention to some great artists that don't normally get that hype right away. So big shout out to them. Um, so what I was going to ask you, Brett, yeah, because and I know we, we we chatted about it for about a half a second. I haven't had a real uh, opportunity to look at it uh, one of them weeks, but I, I did see. And, you know, after you mentioned, I did see that Garth is working on something and I'm saying Garth Brooks. Um, that's very interesting. And um, what do you think about that? <laughs> okay well, i kind of know what they're, he's doing yeah how, how do you feel about that what do you think about the whole thing well it's pretty cool because you know garth is garth and garth yeah. does some amazing stuff but garth and, is also garth and garth does what garth wants that is very true he, always always well, garth, you know? and he's garth he can do that I, i'm totally game with charge 1100 for a ticket at cricket <laughs> Actually, what he's going to be doing is charging $100 per ticket because he is doing a very cool, unique concert event. It's going to be going on June 27th. And I know, you know, depending on when you're watching this, if we're, you know, granted right now it's live, but who knows when you're going to rewatch this. Um, He's going to be performing at around 300 drive-in theaters at one time. 
That's so cool. Right? Where is so, he? Is he doing it from his studio? I, I don't know exactly where he's doing it from. I'm guessing that it's from the G studio that he's got. It, it's going to be exclusively one night, but you can go to these um, concert, like concerts, they're, they're the concerts, but yeah, in the same token, they are, um, it's more of like an actual drive-in theater. Like you're going to go see the, the concert on big screen. So you can go with your truckload of friends and go like do a tailgate That's right awesome. there at a drive-in theater. There's over 300 drive-in theaters across the United States and Canada that are going to be hosting this. It's so neat and it's so cool. However, however, oh. I do have to say, Garth, I have a verbal trademark that I did this prior to this was this was I think February or March when we got are on you air. Calling Garth Brooks out on the air? <laughs> no. Yeehaw. Yes, she is. No, no. I just want to be invited. You know, <laughs> I won't be invited just because you and I are friends. <laughs> She's got the verbal uh, trademark there, Garth, and uh, Eddie Smith wants to tag along. <laughs> right. I, I'm pretty sure Garth, again, can do anything he wants. But it was really cool because I had talked with some friends mm -hmm. about doing something very similar, but doing it more in the Midwest area because there are a lot of drive-in theaters that are still up and running. And what a great idea to be able to have concerts there and have everybody be able to still be socially distanced be able to have, you know, Garth have his location where he's at so he can be safe because nobody, nobody wants Garth not to be safe. <laughs> oh, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really cool. He also, um, I just came across, let's see, what is today? Uh, two days ago, I think it was. Uh, okay. He came out with, he's got a new song and it's called We Belong Together. So that came out oh, just a couple good. days ago. So if you haven't checked that out, it's, it's a really great song. I'll check it out. I wonder if he played it on a, cause I've been following him. He has this little uh, Facebook show podcast he does in, in his uh, home studio, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Oh yeah. 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 I wonder if he's played it over there. I'll have to check I, that out. I'm guessing he has, it, you know, it's been really neat watching a lot of these artists like Chancey Williams has played some new songs. Cody Johnson played mm -hmm. some great yeah. songs. You know, I, I mean, if you haven't followed Ward Davis, definitely follow Ward Davis. If you like mm -hmm. Cody Jinx, you'll definitely like Ward Davis, you know, Parker McCollum's been getting on. Sam Riggs has been doing some awesome stuff live. And of course, you always got to follow Ashley McBride. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she she does some really fun stuff in Dino Jammies. So it, it's kind of cool where the landscape is going. <laughs> Dino Jammies. And her dog steals the show every time. <laughs> there's a there's a couple of gals that I know that have been doing streams. And man, I, I swear they must take three hours to get ready for that online stream. <laughs> right. They are dolled up and ready for a big show. I'm like, are you going to a stadium or are you playing there in the studio for us? Right. And here I am. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to put on a little bit of lip gloss and a hat. <laughs> We're good. That's my wife right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pulls out of bed. She's in her cut off shorts, hat, little lip gloss and off the door she goes. Yep. Yeah, that photo that you had of me, you know, prior to, you know, doing this event and stuff, I'm uh -huh. like, wow, that was Vegas dressed up. Like, I, I had, yeah, I had a Greeley Hatworks hat on. We were there at the uh, Tropicana. God, it was it was a fun time there at the NFR. I'm looking at my wall because I have photos from all different events, and I, uh, I think the fanciest thing I normally wear is my ranch coat. To be honest <laughs> with you, but I, I think I've literally worn. You know, some button-down areas to maybe two events in my entire music career. Yeah. Usually, I'm just in a black T-shirt, snapback, and Wranglers, and that's about it. Yep. You yep. Know? That's not a bad thing. 
I just grew up that way. Like people look at me like, dude, it's 120. Why are you wearing Wranglers? I'm like, it's 100. Why are you looking like you're ready to go golfing? That's what I want to know. Exactly. I, I, I grew up my, you know, my dad was, you know, is a truck driver. He was a Wrangler. He's a cowboy. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching my old man. And the thing is, is I grew up wearing jeans, mm-hmm. you know? you know? Yep. Well, and on the farm, you don't, I mean, I grew up a farm kid. We had, you know, 2,500 acres. We had hogs. We had cattle. When I was really little, I had horses, you know, with your, if you're out baling hay, if you're out picking rock, if you're out doing that stuff, you are not wearing shorts. I mean, you're trying to get a tan with a cutoff t-shirt, but you are not wearing shorts because hay gets in places that you don't want to talk about. No, No, I mean, me, it was, I might be in old boots, Wranglers, and maybe like a tank top, mm-hmm. you know, snapback and gloves, and you're out there just getting all kind of dirty. That's just, that is what it is. You know? Yep. Yep. And, uh, Gretchen has a question. Do you have a favorite song from Ashley McBride? Oh my gosh. Ashley, she's got so many awesome songs. She is just an amazing artist. Thank you, Gretchen, for asking that because I went and saw her. I mean, knew her a couple years prior to she came into one of the radio stations that I was working for out in Milwaukee Mm -hmm. and she came in and she took over our studio and she was brand new then. Like there wasn't that many people that kind of knew about her. She just had her one song out and she's such a hoot, man. She is so funny. But her song that she has out right now, um, Martha divide that she just had come out is so good. And uh, little dive bar and Dahlonega is awesome. And I'm just girl going nowhere though. That one just hit the heartstrings. If you watch the, uh, I think it was the ACMs where she played that and it was just so powerful. So moving the song fits so well with, you know, all the stuff that she's gone through. I mean, she's just got such great songs. If you haven't heard her before, I would say that, but her new one out, the Martha divide, it is hilarious. And yeah, in Milwaukee, it was so fun to have her take that over because she had, at that point in time, she had an, ah, yeah, Donna, heck yeah, Milwaukee. <laughs> she had such a uh, alter ego almost that she took over. And I don't know if we can play any of those old videos that I've got, but man, if you were out there, it was fun. <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, she just was with um, George Strait. She was opening for George Strait at yeah. Vegas yeah. during the NFR. So mm-hmm. very fun. We saw George, um, I have to ask my wife now, I can't remember it last year right i think it was right after we got married we saw we had those tickets for a while let me tell you something those were pricey best show i've ever seen though yeah you know i, I think we paid like 700 dollars for two tickets and it was still the best show i've ever seen in my life it was amazing oh, yeah. oh just awesome it is well and that was actually the first time that i, I had seen george one other time we uh, as radio stuff goes there's an event that goes on down in nashville every february And a lot of the different labels, the record labels will put on little shows and just with their different artists, who's coming up new, who's, you know, been there for a while, that type of thing. And Universal Music does a really great one in the Ryman. So one of the first years that I was there, it was it was so neat because you never know who's going to come on stage. And they're like, oh, we've got a, a grand finale. And, you know, and here out walks George Strait to sing acoustic and, and like I'm three rows back in the Ryman. You just can't, ah, Milwaukee. I miss Milwaukee too. I mean, it was so much fun out there. I miss traveling beer gardens probably the most from Milwaukee. So that was fun. It's a thing. It's a Wisconsin thing. 
Now, I, I have I have yet to get to Milwaukee. It's on my list, though, for sure. You definitely need to. And take some of the beer tours because they are good. Okay. All right. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, folks, if you're if you're just joining, smash that like button so we know we're we're uh, that you're there, and uh, go ahead and drop in the comments where you're coming from. I'd like to see uh, where you're all at. Uh, believe, um, oh boy, we got listeners. Did you know we have watchers and listeners as far as Australia? Ooh, wow! Germany, France, went very popular in France right now. Nice country music. I Jump did. across the pond. That's it. That's it. I think so, I got some cousins tuning in from Sweden too. So yeah. Oh, I got yeah. I have cousins in Sweden. Yeah, got yeah, a lot. They're all from like the the Poland area, and then they're kind of like in Germany and Switzerland and Sweden. Cool. And I think there's some in like near Prague or something. I, I have, if I told you the size of my family, and because of things like social media, we're in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Is massive. That's awesome. And I can and I can um, track um, all the way back to um, like the, the the key the circle is my um, deceased great grandmother. You start right there and bam. Just blows up. Yeah. <laughs> Madeline over here uh, tailgating at a church parking lot. Oh my God. <laughs> I had no idea. So, coming from small town, little country mouse, moving to the big city of Milwaukee, I had no idea what I was in for. And Donna showed me a lot of the different things that Wisconsinites do. I had no idea there was a thing such as scotched eggs. I had no idea that there was no other scotched eggs. Hold on. (laughs) Little, little Iowa. (laughs) Even I know of scotched eggs. I mean, but that's also the backwoods. Remember though, you're down in the South. So it's a little bit different than it is here in the Midwest. But, but yeah, we, uh, she's like, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to a church festival and I'm going where we going to a church festival? What, what are we, what did you, I mean, I get helping support that type of thing. She goes, yeah, tailgate starts at about five. And I'm like, we are going to a church festival. Oh, all right. So there's a church festival with beer. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, and lots of beer and lots of live music and there's a carnival. And I loved watching, like, this is what's so cool about Wisconsin is everybody is like, you know, all for it. And I saw some of the parents, they're like, the kids are on the Ferris wheel and they're going, Good job. Keep going. And they, they're cheersing basically the kids up there. If you haven't watched Manitowoc Minute with um, Charlie Barons, you need to. Him and I can't think of his name, but with You Betcha. Um, oh, yeah. Love that guy. Oh, those guys are. Uh, did you see oh. the episode where he, he worked with the other dads and they did the Target one? Yes. Where their wife is, they're, they're waiting for their wife and Target and they're having these different uh contests and events that they plan and everything yes oh my gosh and you know it's so midwestern it's so midwestern (laughs) uh mom's on here nice hi mom mom. (laughs) love that we have you know at least parents listen (laughs) hey not mine and i don't don't think i don't think my mother and father have ever i mean no I, i digress i don't think my mother's ever seen the show my father tuned in once and we gave him a shout out. He lasted exactly 15 minutes and he was gone. <laughs> was like, bro, that is just so rough. Yeah. Yep. But, but let me ask you this. So, you know, you know, I mean, granted, we're friends, but I follow you and what you're up to. And where's Brit this week? Usually, <laughs> folks, Brit's on the move. Okay. I mean, she's got her station, but yeah, she is on the move. And, you know, with, all that's going on, obviously there's been tons of events that, you know, have been canceled that you're normally there. So maybe they, you know, they've been postponed, um, canceled entirely, but you know, if you were to 
have your magic eight ball or a crystal ball. How do you think, you know, this is going to, um, you know, will look, um, the rest of the year. I mean, just in general, like, are you, are you thinking they're going to actually come back with the new dates? Are they just going to be canceled for 2020? Are they going to be moving to 2021? What do you think? You know, I think a lot of, I think a lot of locations are, are scratching and moving to 2021. I, really? I I think a lot of places though are opening back up. You know, like you look in Texas, and there's a lot of venues that are opening back up and having uh, live music and and being able to go back to that. And there's a lot of you know festivals that are had postponed. You know, Country Thunder had postponed in Country Thunder, Iowa, and so they're still going to go on. I think that's Labor Day weekend that they're going to be on. And you know, so I think there's a lot of them that are going to go on, but a lot of them that aren't. I know there's a lot of rodeos that ended up canceling. Yeah, normally yeah. I'm rodeos, concerts, festivals. That's I love being on the road. Like love being on the road. <laughs> well, the, the thing with the rodeos though too is you seem you know not all of them have been canceled. Right, a lot of them haven't. But it all depends on what association they are too, because right. different associations have different rules. And, and so when you see some of them going, some of them, it, it's just dependent on where they're at and what they can do. And even like the PBR is still going on. Matt West, he posts a lot of stuff with the PBR. They're doing a lot of stuff at the Lazy E Arena. They're doing stuff, you know, outside of that. And there's, you know, there's other stuff going on with the PRCA. There's some of them still going on. I know the decision for NFR is still kind of out there. I don't know if that's been finalized yet or not, mm-hmm. but I, I really think that you know, people, you know, doing the stuff, they're trying to do what they can. And a lot of times, you know, I look at uh, the venue aspect and it's so hard for the people that are on the boards and the committees and that sort of thing to make these decisions because it's not like they don't want them to go on. You know, they, they want them to go on. But when you look at what you have to do for all your rules, all your sanitization, all of the, the, the stuff that goes on, you know, you've also got to hire extra staff to be able to do all those things. You have to hire that stuff. And can your vendors make it, you know, being a a country Western store vendor for, you know, 10 years that it's hard to make your dates and to, to get all of your stuff there and to be able to follow all that stuff. I think there's going to be a handful. I think there's going to be more of a sprinkling coming through. I think people want the concerts, you know, they've been doing a great job. The artists have, the events have, I know mile zero fest uh, down in key West is going to be going on. So that's the songwriters type stuff down there. I know there's some state fairs that are still going on. I know there's some state fairs that have canceled, Um, you know, and I think it's, there's some big rodeos too that have, that have pulled out, but it's not for lack of trying to figure out on how they can do it. Um, And kudos to everybody that's on a board, kudos to everybody that, you know, is, is in tour and, and managing and that type of stuff. Kudos to them for putting their efforts forward and figuring out a way if they can, or if they can't, uh, I, I don't envy them having to make those decisions. Well, you know, and, 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 and I'm not stating an opinion or prediction for say, but I look at Arizona and, and um, we we're very big in the rodeo circuit. Mm-hmm. And um, we're seeing that our, the numbers rise and everyone's got their theories of whether it's real or not. <laughs> but, you know, they started to open the casinos here and they just it just hit the news today. A security guard went back to work, even though he wasn't sure, you know, if he should or not. But he need money and he's got to get insurance. And um, he died of covid. Mm. 
Man. He was one of the security guards that roamed around um, the casino. And this casino is only about eight minutes from me. Oofta. So it's, it's kind of concerning me. We, we, mm-hmm. we really need to fully open up as a nation, but you know, y'all need to wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. I mean, you well, know, and, and follow the, follow the rules that whatever event right. that does open up, follow the rules, you know, don't be, don't be mad at the venue. Don't be mad at the artist. Don't be mad at that type of stuff. This is just, and, and I hate to say new normal because I hate using those terms, but it's a different normal. I, you know, the world needed a little bit of a, a reboot or an upgrade. And, and here we go. We got our upgrade into the digital world. <laughs> well, I can run with that for hours, but I always tell everyone, cause everyone's like, well, what, what's the new normal going to be just like that. And it gets, people get a little intense on that. It's like, it's really, it's not that hard. I say this all the time, make it your new norm. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously we got to pay attention to people's rules and you know what they're enforcing at events or certain venues and everything like that. But you know, make the, make your own normal, you know, just don't, you don't have to do what social media tells you. You know, you don't even necessarily have to do what the news tells you, but, you know, just just say at least, uh, you know, in, in the terms of the precautionary stuff, just consider, OK, maybe going forward, maybe we could be a little bit more cautious and self-aware, you know, and, you know, and things of that nature. But um, a lot of people, I think, spend too much time focused on, you know, what's it's going to be going forward permanently? Is this our new world and all that? Don't think that much. one day at a time and when you can go to that event maybe a rodeo a concert um even a local show just follow the rules and you know stay clean you know i mean the business you don't need to be in somebody's face i mean i was at a bar when they opened up and this drunk fella was all over they 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 gave me this beer because somebody ordered it and said no i don't want that they like dropped it off to me i'm like okay so i got this big beer this guy is looming over me don't even know him and the spit's just flying out like bro yeah. How about you just go like 12 feet that way? Yeah. We're yeah. way more conscious of that stuff now. You know, oh, yeah. you, oh, even I'm if nothing kind of a myself, but. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is again, it, it's their rules. They have to do that, you yeah. know, and, and just don't be mad at them. Follow the rules and we'll all get through this and, and it will be something different. And yeah, Nebraska State Fair, still August 28th, September 7th. Ah, I would love to come down. I, so. I think a lot of stuff going into that time frame mm-hmm. are still for the moment ago. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, I mean, and you know, I do some band management when uh, we had some festivals this summer um, going into, you know, June, late June, and then into July, those have been canceled, mm-hmm. but we've only gotten word of this within the last week or so. And that's again, folks, because we're spiking again in Arizona, wash your hands, follow the rules. It sucks. I know it's a little inconvenient, mm-hmm. but if we do that, and and the curve drops again, then they're not going to cancel them shows. Yeah. You know, yeah. trust me. I was looking forward to going to this big. I was going to go to a big balloon festival. I was going to camp out there for three days in my RV, see a ton of country music, and we got the call. I think it was a uh, last Tuesday. Okay. Ixnay for this year. Yeah. You know they they just canceled a full on to twenty twenty one. It's it's yeah. such a bummer. And it is. And and the whole thing is is that you got to look ahead to the next year. How great is that going to be? Super sad. Oh my gosh. Aunt, Anna, it's same here. I have saved so much money <laughs> with not going down the road. I, and it was so cool because uh, through our radio station, I was able to work remotely for quite a while. And I, I had never gotten two weeks to the gallon 
uh, in my car. I get to beat. Uh, well, three and a half months to the gallon. Wow. Yes. I just put gas in my truck for the first time two and a half weeks ago since February. Oof. I had yeah. a musician borrow it twice and he topped it off each time. <laughs> and then that after doesn't that, tell then you didn't put gas in it. <laughs> but after after that, that was in February. Then after okay. that, there was no fuel in it to it about two and a half weeks. Yeah, I think it was two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. 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 It, it was crazy. So I I'm I am. I'm super sad that I can't go to this. It, it's, you know, you make your friends. Hey, Carly, uh, you make your friends at the concerts. You have friends that that are performing. You have friends that are backstage. You have friends that, you know, and it it's such a bummer not to see everybody. And it really is hard and it's disheartening. But in the same token, yes, I have saved a lot of money and you don't realize on how much you're spending because it's just kind of go, go, go. And I've saved so much money on Starbucks too. I have a fluffy coffee addiction. Actually, I, I'm going to call it a habit because if it's an addiction or a problem, I'd have to fix it. So I'm going to call it a habit. <laughs> well, I have an addiction to live music. So like when, um, when the economy was normal and uh, there was plenty of money coming in and things were not locked down and there was no COVID, mm -hmm. I would go to like three shows a, a week. I was at oh, the yeah. moment watching music and that guy, that was, you know, I didn't pay attention as much until after COVID hit and kind of like there's a recession in my house right now by a lot. Uh, <laughs> reminds me, folks, we are viewer supported here. If you look at the ticker below, um, we uh, we are here for you and here to entertain you. If you like what we're doing, you know, you can hit that like button and the follow button. That's free. But if you really like what we're doing, um, you can actually become a Patreon member, become an insider and get access to all kinds of free footage, goodies. Um, you get free goodies in the mail, giveaways. Um, heck, even on some levels when we're on the road, we even send you a postcard from the shows on the road. All kinds of fun stuff. But check that out, www.patreon.com forward slash country road entertainment. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. But if you want to just throw us a dollar too, you go to donate.countryroadentertainment.net. Now, that being said, uh, yeah, I say, you know, obviously because of that, I don't go out. You can't go out. <laughs> I yep. fortune. But then, like yesterday, I, I get the coolest thing in the world that I, I've wanted one for 20 years. My wife buys me a smoker for Father's Day. Ooh, and the thing is, nice. that literally cost about two weeks of going to show. <laughs> <laughs> I see where the money just went. I like this better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, went to sleep with dreams of smoked brisket and ribs last night. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is that I know there's there's so much stuff going on with the livestock industry and farmers and ranchers oh, have been yeah. hit super hard. And I know, you know, there's a lot of I don't know what they call them down there in Arizona, but up here in the Midwest, we call them lockers, meat lockers. Oh, yeah, yeah. OK. And and butchers and that type of thing. And so they they got so busy that some of them were booked out to the end of the year. And I know, you know, helping out getting locally grown stuff has been really cool in the aspect of, you know, getting to know your neighborhood a little bit more. I, I thought I knew my little area pretty good, but I, the more and more people were like, Hey, how about this business? Hey, do this. And seeing all these businesses helping businesses and musicians helping musicians, um, the se sequestered songwriters, uh, on Facebook, you can check those out. That's like 30 artists every night. The Risky Jam. Uh, so Whiskey Jam's alter ego there in Nashville. And just seeing everybody help everybody out is, if there's a silver lining to any of this, it's to know that humanity is still good no matter what you see going on in the news. Well, and, you, and you've seen because of this, I mean, 
musicians and we were talking about this in my show the other day um and then i mean generally the topic comes up a lot especially um you know with the the in the in the music industry in the local circuits um there's such a strong camaraderie and when there's a need and a need for say a benefit or a fundraiser they just boom they all get together like super mm -hmm. quick so during this lockdown there's been lots of like online benefits and such like billy shaw jr was involved in one um out of tucson i uh, produced one um over here uh both were about a day long i think ours uh the one i produced was seven and a half hours long Ooh. and people you can go back on uh facebook and youtube and you can actually see it's a two-parter but every 30 minutes you have a different musician. It was really exciting. The The first 20 minutes were a little bumpy. I wasn't, I was <laughs> at my computer. Somebody else was running it. Sorry about that. But, um, but as it progressed, man, it was, it was, it was cool. Um, long day. And, but the thing is, is again, when, when the people started calling and reaching out going, Hey, we need help. Right. The musicians jumped on it. Yep. So it's nice to see that even during the, the COVID crisis as things were starting to slowly open up. And even when they weren't, they were coordinating in ways to figure out, okay, how can we get us all on the screen at least right. to play? And hopefully we can raise money to help this person in need or yeah. the sense, you know? Well, so I mean, I've seen it where the, it's been a benefit for maybe an individual or sometimes mm -hmm. an organization. I, I think I saw somewhere they were raising money for um, what's the word PE or whatnot for um, healthcare workers and whatnot. So they have, Oh, the PPE. Um, yeah, the protective equipment. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it, it, that that's just so awesome to watch. It's like, okay, yeah, we're in a bad situation, but we're gonna we're gonna make the best out of the situation that we can. Yeah. And you know, Nashville, especially with their uh, you know, when they had the tornado go through, how many people jumped right then and, and yeah. helped out with the song songwriters and song artists and everything? It is, it, it's definitely cool. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, that's one of the things speaking going back to events and stuff, CMA Fest is usually going on usually goes on the first week of june and I was ask you about that don't you normally attend those oh my god i do and i'm so bummed that it was gone because there's usually like 300 artists there so you can go anywhere from the big nissan stage to the the a-listing artists to the little guy who maybe just came down there and, and got on a stage plus then you can hit broadway and go to broadway and check out all the artists that are on the broadway strip and so it, it was really bum to not have that go on, but man, it's always hot. It's always packed. Like there isn't an inch that isn't downtown at all full of stuff. So the cool thing is, is that they're doing some other stuff this year that you can kind of still get in on that. We just talked about it on the air the other day. They're doing a CMA summer staycay. So it's like a multi-hour event and they're going to be live streaming on their YouTube and uh, Facebook account, probably very similar to this. And uh, so they describe it on around five, 50 country music artists that are going to be kind of coming together on this. Lindsay L and Jimmy Allen are both going to be um, hosting this one. And then they'll have another one later on. So that's on July 1st. And then Luke Bryan is going to be doing one a little bit later on in July. And that one's going to be a three-hour one going back over the history of the CMA Fest since it moved to downtown Nashville. And Jimmy Allen, actually, the last time I saw you, I went to their concert or his concert. And uh, who else was there? Russell Dickerson and 
somebody that was just up here at the surf ballroom. We're not far from the surf ballroom. If you, Buddy Holly's last um, event. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. there. Yep, we're not far from that. Uh, Dylan Scott, I think, was the person that was um, there. But they were at the barbecue fest that was down there in Arizona. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it was was that the the last barbecue fest or the one when you were here? Uh, I think the one when I was there. So it was two years ago now. I, don't, I think I went to that one. I'm pretty sure I went yeah. to that one. Rowan Pickering from um, Heartstrings Foundation was there, and he was hosting a lot of the or one of the stages. So it was cool to see him. In well, that there. was the Chili Bourbon Fest, wasn't it? That he was uh, on the stage because that's sure. the, I think it was the Chili Bourbon actually because that's that was the one. It was same location, but we also Rowan was out there. Um, he was managing the main stage, mm -hmm. and then he had his Heartstrings booth. Yes. And then we did a uh, like a PR video on YouTube for the event. OK, yeah. Yeah. I was out there with Cowboy Lifestyle Network and it was it was just absolutely awesome to see all of that stuff, because, of course, we we get that when we go to the bigger towns here in the Midwest, but it's not in the smaller towns. So it was it was definitely fun to see everybody there and, and to check out all that. And such great artists and such great foods. And oh, I yeah. can't say that I remember everything because there was a couple of these in the home. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of solo cups. You know, we actually did our um, interview. Um, I think it was right after that. OK, because I think the because um, the event was on Saturday. Mm hmm. And then you and I did the video um, shoot on uh, Sunday. It was Sunday at one o'clock, you had a Starbucks and I had a Miller over at Jackson. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. was back when I could walk there. It was a four minute walk. Yes. You know, but you know, living in downtown, once, once my wife and I actually got married or we were about to get married, we looked at each other and we're living in this townhouse in downtown Chandler, literally directly. All I had to do is walk out of the front gate and then walk 30 feet across the street and there was the entrance for all the events. Oh, and we yeah. decided that's uh, just not the spot you want to be for a family. Mm, so, probably not with kids, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, before, I mean, when I was single, it was fine. I mean, I could sit out my front porch and I could listen to the stage. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. But now we, we live like three miles north of there. <laughs> and three miles north is a lot different in, in the city than it is in the country. Like three miles yeah. takes me three minutes. Three miles for y'all takes you like twenty. <laughs> no, I would say from here to where they throw all those events in Chandler takes us about eh, maybe twelve minutes. Yeah, way more than the three that I. Oh have. yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, what it is is it's, the closer you get to downtown, the problem you have is that that uh, speed limit drops to like twenty miles an hour. Yes, so right here it's forty-five. You get halfway there, it just starts. Yeah, so. that is the one thing I. You know, I loved being in Milwaukee. I love doing the big city, but I really like the no traffic. Traffic was something to me that it didn't make sense. I've got 10 miles to go. I should be able to get there in 10 minutes. And in Milwaukee, it's kind of a 20-minute town. So wherever you go, it's 20 minutes here or there. And no matter where you want to go, whether it's five miles or 10 miles, it's 20 minutes with traffic. <laughs> well, it's funny because I look back and I remember living in the country and the nearest gas station, I think, was five miles away. And so so was it the, the nearest general store. Well, the one in New Jersey, there was a little tiny one in a little cabin on the Pennsylvania side. That was a little closer, but they didn't have much. But I remember, you know, you know, that was the whole thing. We didn't like, you know, crowds. We don't like traffic until my mom kept, you know, neglecting to fill up the tank. And <laughs> Asians were walking. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had to walk home and 
I think fortunately both times my father was on his way back from being on the road for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So he just picked up a can of gas on the way, but each and every time he wasn't happy. He's like, you're th- you know, it was like three and a half or five miles to the nearest gas station. You do not neglect to, I mean, if you have a half a tank, he always, you fill up the damn thing is what he said. And we even had a gas pump in our front yard for years, but he never filled oh that goodness. tank. He oh, went, well, yeah, there's that, you know, <laughs> like, like actually at one point he had it removed and I, I was little, but I even looked at him going, why? <laughs> mom we need the fuel here yeah, yeah. The one walking two miles because she forgot to put gas in it again well you know i mean what else are kids for i mean you got to change the channels like when we were kids you had to change the channels you were the remote you know you had to stand just perfectly still so you got the right reception we only that had farmer tv yeah i was we- in that whole house because my old man was a truck driver i was the <laughs> only boy I yeah cut- well, I was cutting an acre and a half of grass at four or five years old. Mm-hmm. You know, then I had to go to my grandparents. that had two and a half acres. And then thank God one day grandpa decided he was going to buy a driving mower with lights on it and a radio because otherwise it would take me two and a half days. To... Oh my gosh. I don't know why they didn't just pay anyone. It's not like they didn't have any money, but they had kids, five-year-old kid pushing up. I looked, I, I showed my wife one day the properties on, on, um, Google earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm looking at her going, I cut both of those every month, every summer. And she, she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I think nowadays it considered that child slave or child abuse or something. <laughs> nah. back, back then you whine, they just smack you and say, get over your feelings, get out there, cut that yard. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. I well, and you know hey, what? We, I, can, we, I might, like, my 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 son's gonna turn 10 and and i'm kind of worried about him letting him out there because i i don't think he's gonna know how to use the darn thing and i don't you know and i have a cordless one too and i'm like i'm just thinking this is gonna be a bad idea cordless do you have grass you're in arizona yeah i have a i have well we have a dog so oh next to the route of my pool we have a nice big patch of grass i see it's not huge but it's big enough for them to go play football in and run around with the dog and everything like that you know what if i ever make it down to arizona mm, i'm getting rocks i'm getting rocks you paint them green you flatten them out that's it you don't need any grass paint them green sure why not looks like a lawn right (laughs) well i mean if i had had my way we would have bought out um near you know the edge of aj near gold canyon not far from where your parents are and i just want two and a half acres and some livestock so get a couple horses, get yourself a couple piggies running around, then mm-hmm. you, you get yourself a couple a couple of moo cows. <laughs> the only problem that, that is, is that is it, definitely cattle country down that way. Oh, and I mean, I'm sure everyone's watching, including my wife, going, "But they're pets." No, they're not. <laughs> Give it a name, just don't get close to it because things going to go to auction. Well, and that's talking about that. Then you also look at the 4-H aspect of what's going on you know, with all of these kids having to do a lot of different things with, you know, their fairs and, yeah. and stuff and having their livestock projects and I they're not having that. Would be so good at that too. Mm. I mean, you're nailing it. And 4-H is huge in Apache Junction and Queen mm-hmm. Creek. That's a big thing still. Mm-hmm. And then they, they have at the rodeos, they get to show them sometimes. And then at the state fair, you know, you, you haul it into downtown Phoenix and you can show your stock down there too. Yeah. You know, Carly's right wherever there carly's right yeah for the the first time carly is my darling and beautiful amazing wife and business partner as well as a Mm -hmm. may and uh yeah she doesn't want grass either yeah i'm with her she'll tell you it looks great but the thing is she don't take care of it i do (laughs) 
you know, and it does suck when it's 120 degrees. And here's what I did wrong. I got cheap and I just, I went and bought a, a new mower and I bought a battery operated one because it's not a big piece of grass, you know, so I have, you know, a bunch of big battery packs. Problem is it's got no drive. So you got to push it. And when it's 115 and you're pushing it, yeah, it just doesn't work. And then I'm old and you are not allergic to it, Carly. <laughs> I'm going to yep. claim that one too. Uh, that way I don't have to have grass. <laughs> I think you're allergic to chores too. Okay. While we're at it. I'm allergic to mornings, but yet I'm on a morning show. It's so weird. I, 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 you know, of all the years that I've known you and, and, and I still remember when, when, uh, OD introduced us, but you've always said that, you know, you're not a morning person, but everything you do is in the morning, but, but your funniest comments are in the morning. Cause you're miserable. I can tell. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely one. Of, I think it's part of delirium when you yeah, wake up yeah. so early and you know, I gotta say, being on the morning rush, it's, it's definitely fun. Like we have a great time. So it makes it worth waking up in the morning. Coffee also makes it worth being up that early in the morning. So <laughs> that, right. that's pretty much my only reasons for, for doing the morning stuff, but it makes it very hard in the aspect of, I'd love going to concerts. I love going to rodeos, but when you do a morning show, you have to go to bed at like eight, nine o'clock at night. So I, <laughs> the first time that I started doing mornings, I got to be really good friends with the early birds that, <laughs> that would eat at Perkins. We got to be great friends because we would all do supper right at around 4.30 at night. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's definitely a whole change because from being a business owner for as long as I was, I mean, shoot, 20 years almost, and mm -hmm. making your own hours, and especially with the Western store and going on the road, it was so crazy because most nights I wouldn't get to bed until 3 a.m. And then all of a sudden I flip and I'm waking up at 3 a.m. going, it's easy to stay up. It's not easy to wake up. The fluffy coffee is definitely my friend. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yes. Fluffy coffee. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Fluffy coffee. <laughs> exactly. Becky knows. <laughs> yes. Right on. Well, see, and here's the thing. So there's a lot of people that ask me about fluffy coffee because, and what actually happened was, I was trying back when old schools where you had to actually type in the the D -D 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 every time I couldn't spell cappuccino like and I somehow misspelled it and put it in my phone wrong. And so then I, it was like spelled wrong every time and people would be like, hey, you spelled that wrong. I'm like, all right, fine. I can spell fluffy. So it just encompasses everything. Lattes, mochas, cappuccinos, everything fluffy, all that extra stuff that you put in to make it better, not bitter. Oh, you crack me up. <laughs> me, I just, I just need caffeine ASAP when I get up. Right. Well, you it's know, it's just a matter of when I get up too, because I just, I just have the hardest time sleeping. So yeah, coffee in the morning, drinks at night. Works. I'll see. I drink coffee up all the way up until five o'clock, and then I crack my first beer. I, it's just my. I'll drink coffee and water all day, mm -hmm. and when it's time to go on the air, I have my first beer for the day. <laughs> Thank you, Miller Course. <laughs> Got a Shout out to Jonathan Eggers. Yes. I, where is Jonathan? I thought he would be watching today. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't talked to that boy in forever. Uh, let's see if I can track him down real yeah. quick. He's probably, <laughs> let's see. He might be with the girly. Let's see here. Wait. Uh, da, da, da. You have a watch party going, or is that just what it looks like? I have no idea. Oh, I hit share. <laughs> hit share. 
And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to get back here to get on. It's so different, honestly, being on this side versus being the one that is, you know, doing the producing yeah. of these. It, it's definitely a different feel on it. And I have a lot more, you know, mad props to my people that have come on and, and been on our show with us when we've done our house parties. So it's been, and it's so cool to be able to have people be able to tell their stories when they're talking about their songs. Like, I, oh, yeah. I really like to hear those backgrounds and and why did this song come out and why did you decide to put it out now? And people like, we had uh, Ira Dean on who was in Trick Pony back in the day. And, and now he, I mean, he's always done singing songwriting, but he has such stories. I mean, he he lived with Johnny Cash. Like he's got so much stuff and it's so cool for these artists to be able to kind of get on here and have a little bit more of a, you know, one-on-one -on -one with their fans to be able to talk more about that. Yeah. See, no, I, I agree. That's, that's the cool thing. And actually that, um, that's one of the things when you start talking to people that when you find out like who is roommates with who, who is couch surfing with who in Nashville, mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the reasons why people are deathly afraid of Eddie Smith going to Nashville because they feel like I'm going to disappear. Like <laughs> random musicians couch, you know, because basically it's like the three, three day hole, but um, where you just disappear partying. But it, it, you hear about so many of these other God, there's, I was just talking to someone recently and they were telling me about, um, uh, that wasn't Jason Aldean. Oh, I can't think. But anyway, there was, um, they were telling me about two of these guys who had been roommates and they're both very, you know, you know, you know, high class celebrities and whatnot now, but had no idea these guys were bunking together while they were playing gigs in Nashville before they got picked up on albums or uh, record labels. And it's like, how often does that happen? Yeah. And then you hear about, you know, so-and-so, you know, bunking with Johnny Cash or something, mm -hmm. something like that. Well, and I know the Wallet Buckle guys, if you if you haven't seen Wallet Buckle that was on Shark Tank, they're down there in Arizona oh, yeah. too, Trevor and Justin. Well, Justin was living in Nashville when mm -hmm. they were working some stuff there. And he was on the couch with one of the guys from Walker McGuire. Oh. And one of the guys from Walker McGuire helped write Luke Combs' song. And so, you know, it's such, the, it's so cool because, you know, growing up in a small town, I love the small town-ness, like everybody's family. I mean, a lot of times you don't always get along with your family, but, you know, it's still family. You're still there to back them and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And it, Nashville is like the biggest small town that I've ever seen. You know, everybody is is going out and doing their own thing, but they're also helping support everybody else. And you just never know who knows who or or who's, you know, crashed on somebody's couch or something like that. And it's really neat. And that's the other thing is with music artists, you never know who's going to hit it big, you know, so support them all, you oh, know, yeah. local or regional or countrywide support everyone because everybody's got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. And, and I, over here, I'm seeing some that are coming out with these uh new albums because of covid like some are releasing singles some are releasing eps and ones that you know got a full lp coming out and the songs are so good right like really really good like the one we in opened up with uh, at the beginning of the show was from justin hitson and southbound and that was called crazy tonight mm -hmm. and when you hear those singles they just you know the, they recorded uh i think the last three were right during the covid lockdown and um when you hear these you're like these guys aren't going to be around for long. So if you can't see them, you should, because they're just, they're not, 
yeah. you know, you get so much great talent coming out all the time and you hear something you're like, that's going on the radio. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to be opening up for some, you know, mainstream act very soon. Yeah. You know? And yeah. So, I mean, you nailed it. It's like, you know, whether or not they're, you know, a national touring act, you know, support them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the thing you never know. No, uh, no. When, you know, and some of these guys have just such killer albums coming out right now. That's like, I mean, some of it's better than what's on the radio right now. And it yeah. like really gets you going. Oh yeah. I got to send you some of these tracks dear. Oh yeah. There's some great stuff coming out, but even on your end, like with the ones mm-hmm. that you follow, um, you, you were telling me the other day of a few that have some new singles out and whatnot that they're pushing and yeah. they sound really good. And, and, and the thing is, is it's times like this where we're even paying attention a little bit more and you got some good quality stuff, you know, you know, but then there's also the fellows and I'm not saying, but you got, there's fellows that, you know, try to press an album of all covers and they're trying to sell that. Good luck. (laughs) I don't think you can do that legally. Can you, you know what? I'm not really sure. I, I don't think you can go into a recording studio and record a bunch of covers and then sell that. I think if you get the rights, I think, I think anything's possible, but it, it all depends on how much you want these to pay on the rights. The, that, no, these guys didn't get the rights. Oh, well, I, you know, I try and concentrate a little bit more on, on newer artists that are coming out and it's really cool yeah. on our station. We have a, a red power hour. And so it's all new music oh. for, for an entire hour. And it's really neat because I have a lot of people that text in and they're like, Hey, have you seen this new song? Or they'll send me even on my Britt Bailey Facebook page. Uh-huh. You can always send me different artists to, Hey, check these guys out. Hey, I listen to these guys. You know, the cool thing is, is that we're in such a time frame right now where there's so much new stuff. There's such raw talent and there's, there's great people that are willing to put their stuff out there. Mm-hmm. You know, why not listen to it? Why not check it out? You know, some of your different streaming sites, you know, Spotify, Apple, all of the different, I mean, even YouTube TV, you can see a lot of these things. And a lot of people put out, you know, videos that go along with it. Erica Sunshine Lee has a new video for one of hers. David Adam Burns has some of his stuff coming out. Yeah, uh, we just we got David Adam Burns on the air a week from today at five o'clock oh, Pacific standard. Yeah. Nice. Nice. He, he ended up doing, um, uh, I think he's gotten like two number one so far on the Texas country music charts. And then he's got one that's climbing right now. And, you know, stuff like that. There's so many other charts out there. I know a lot of radio stations focus heavy and depending on where you're listening and what stations you're listening to and who owns those stations also, mm-hmm. it makes a difference on, you know, what music that you hear and what you get to listen to. And there's so many different ways to get it. And so many of the artists are doing such a cool job at getting their stuff out there now, supporting them. Don't do not do the illegal stuff. LimeWire was a thing, and it, it, it just it screws but up your LimeWire, Napster. Right. It, hey, people people remember that. Um, Only if you're like our age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we also remember dial-up, but I'm not saying how old I am. Well, what I'm doing, what I'm talking about is like people in the music industry, from, um, they, they truly do remember that, and and of course I, I can, you know, be quoted at the time saying this is, you know, a very bad thing, but I can guarantee you because of this music in the future is going to be different and look at it now because we are now streaming. Right. They were streaming illegal music. That was the beginning. Yeah. Now you get paid, but now you get paid pennies. Right. Um, but you know, the one person, you know, and I'll drop his name that has never let it go. Um, was, uh, Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Mm-hmm. You know, Lars the drummer. Yep. 
So he does a lot of the PR, at least he used to do a lot of the PR and management. Um, yeah, I think he still does. I mean, he's got a podcast now. Mm-hmm. He, he does a lot of their, uh, production work. Yeah. I, and he was doing a lot of his PR at one point. I, I can't say if he's doing that now, but, um, he had always had a problem with that. And because of that, they were one of the last ones I think that even started streaming anything because he was so, so against anything but hard record sales. He wanted CDs in people's hands, right? you know, and when they came out with Napster and LimeWare and all that, yeah, he, yeah, he was, uh, I can only imagine, I mean, Metallica and the size of there, how much money they lost initially. Oh. Well, and that's, and that's the thing with a lot of this stuff, support those artists. And a lot of how you were able to do that prior to was going to their shows, going to local shows, supporting small venues, supporting large venues, you know, supporting ticket sales, supporting all of that type of stuff, you know, buying merch. That is one thing that I have always done is I always buy a koozie. I don't care where I go. Merch at the bottom right now. Nice timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are. These snapbacks are on pre-order, folks. And then we got T-shirts, koozies, stickers. Oh, we have magnets on the way. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I've been getting asked for those for a couple of years. Interesting. I love stickers. That The stickers yeah. and koozies are kind of my thing. Because here's the one thing about koozies. You never have one when you need one. You just never do. Wherever you go. And here's the cool thing with that. If you go to a venue, a lot of times those koozies, that type of stuff, that merch really helps fund their gas tank to the next oh, show. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're there anyway, you're going to buy a couple beers probably from your local venue mm-hmm. and throw a koozie over it. You know, you never want your beer getting cold. I mean, hot, you want to keep it cold. There we go. Keep it cold. That's right. Keep it cold. <laughs> That's right. So. Well, I think we're, we're just about at a time here. Uh, yeah. Folks, thanks for uh, watching here. Don't forget to hit that like button, hit that follow button. So the next time we do a show, you'll get a notification for it. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you hit the subscribe button with the notification bell next to that. Um, and go over to um, uh, the our YouTube channel actually called Country Road Entertainment. There, it's more of the behind the scenes and you'll see a video. And again, I'll have um, I'll drop the link in the description below. But you'll see the a video from uh, Britt and I from about a year, year and a half ago. It's, that was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> When we could actually, <laughs> we could actually be in the same place at the same time, which was cool. But you'll see a lot of videos like that where we're actually traveling with folks and and on the road to see folks and everything like that. Uh, it's just a good time. Um, I, let's get some plugs in for you. So, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, you can find me on Britt Bailey on Facebook, Gotta Be Country on Instagram. You can follow either one of those. I also have a website called Kicking It with Britt. I have a lot of videos and a lot of stuff on there still. If, if you like rodeo, if you like concerts, I cover a lot of that stuff. If you like new music, I cover a lot of that also. And, you know, if you want to follow us on, you know, our radio station, our morning show that we do, it's on 98.7 Kiss Country. And I'm on there with Jay Brooks on the Morning Rush. And it, it's definitely a good time. And then I also do the midday. So I'm pretty much on the air from around... 5 five thirty to about 2 so you can, you can hear me all day long on that and we stream live also which is really cool that we can do that but yeah follow all my stuff and it's a good time and tell me where you're from and tell me what you want to hear and tell me what you like I, I definitely dig the country lifestyle either direction it goes right on right on it just sounds like me but coming out of a woman 
<laughs> we have pretty much done our closing. <laughs> Tada, thank you all for joining us here this afternoon on Country Road Entertainment. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe for content you'll really enjoy. Right down there. Yeah, right down there. There, there right down there. <laughs> actually, I, I actually, I just think I said, wow. I actually sounded like another talk show host for a second there. And that was creepy. <laughs> well, and make um, sure you check out these great sponsors right here too. Um, I got to tell you who I just sounded from. That was so creepy. I, I guess I listened to that guy too much. Um, oh, what is his name? George Nori. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. George Nori. Hey, host coast to coast AM. Oh, that guy. For so in my in my ears that when I was saying that I literally sounded like him. I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. And now here comes the conspiracy theories. Yes, yes. <laughs> but Britt is right. Let's uh big shout out to our sponsors, 94.1 uh KRDE the ride. Good time Charlie's and Tom Ryan's. Um, they are both music venues in Arizona. We love them. Um, they are amazing. And then a uh, really fast shout out to all of our band sponsors. Highway 260 Band, Marble Heart, Murphy's Hideaway, David DeVos and Big Country, Eddie Joe Clark Band, Josh Roy Band, and the Heber Ridge Band. All below. And if you'd like to find out how you can get involved and become a sponsor, um, you can um, contact us at info at countryroadentertainment.net or down below in the link right there on the ticker, www.patreon.com forward slash country road entertainment. There are tiers for folks that want to uh, become a sponsored insider. So there's that too. So, well, Britt, hey, this has been a blast. We're not going another year and a half though. We should do it a little bit more often than that. Well, we'll have to updates with Britt. <laughs> That works. I'm game with that. I, I say no, no less than six months. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good. Yes. With that. <laughs> All right, folks, we are going to, we're going to call it a day. I'm not even going to drop her off a camera. We pretty much her and I just locked this one down together. Y'all have a great week and we will see you next time on country road entertainment and inside studio series.